All right, welcome to another episode of Second to None. Uh, our SEC guys talking about SEC basketball, and let's get right into this. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm hosting the show tonight again while our uh, while our founder Michael is off serving his country and doing some duty overseas. Um, so glad, so glad that he's given me the opportunity to uh, lead this up. Uh, with me, I've got our Tennessee guy, uh, Dustin. I've got Arkansas with me and George and got Kentucky represented by, by uh, Mr. Faithful, Matt Short. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Fan- Man, we are fantastic. Fan- <laughs> We're doing just fine. <laughs> so let's jump right into this. Right off the top, our first topic tonight is going to be Tennessee and the balls knocking mm-hmm. off the uh, perennial power Duke Blue Devils. Go Vols. Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. What a win. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you call that an upset. Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, to, to me, that would be an upset. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm, so, I'm going to be honest be here. Upset. This, this uh, I didn't think there was any way Tennessee could handle the post play of Duke mm. with the twin with the twin seven footers. Yeah, same. But what we've learned in ev- throughout the entire tournament so far is guard play is what matters, mm-hmm. and Duke just did not have the guards to match up with uh, Viscovi and uh, his crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean. You know, the, the, the biggest tell of the tape, I mean, was was the turnover battle, right? I mm. mean, Tennessee, they had 15 uh, – Duke, they had 15 turnovers versus Tennessee only having nine. And then Duke had 17 fouls versus, uh, um, you know, uh, Tennessee having 11. So, Duke had 17. So, you know, poor play. Poor play by Duke on, on their on their behalf. On top mm-hmm. of that, though, Kamwa, Duke, he had 27 points. 27. Best game that he has played all season long. He's been the only player – that has started every single game so far this season for Tennessee. Mm. And he, he had a coming out party today. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. And and speaking of the fouls, is what a lot of the Duke fouls were from playing behind, like they were step slow and reaching all the time. And you know that goes to tell you if your guards are turning the ball over and you're having to reach and do stuff like that, it's going to get you. Yeah. And they got and they got got. Yeah, they did. I mean, I mean, you you guys know as well as I do, right? I mean, Kentucky, yeah, they handled us. You know, uh, Vandy Vandy with us was one and one this year. Um, Tennessee has a very good defense, very good defense. Um, they had one several in the nation for a reason. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they had. Um, uh, you know, they had several games that come down to the buzzer. You know, this past season, whether it was Vanderbilt, Missouri, and those teams are tournament teams. Mm-hmm. Duke. Duke had no idea how to handle Tennessee's defense today. No, no they did oh. not. Nope. And, and that, you know, kind of the tell of the tape, man. Um, Tennessee's defense, they played aggressive, mm-hmm. which was – they played smart, and they were able to hit shots when they needed to hit shots. Conwall was that guy that you need to step up. He was the guy that stepped up today and made those important threes, made those important layups – and, you know, even those dunks, that was kind of a momentum changer when Tennessee was even down a little bit. So, you know, it, it was really good to see. Anything can happen. because You guys know that. Anything can happen uh, during during the tournament. And, I mean, Tennessee, Arkansas today, man, go Hogs. Uh, Vanderbilt, you know, NIT, man, good day for the SEC. Um, I don't have the score. What's the score of the, uh, the Auburn game? Well, that's a good point. It's 81 to 64. Uh... Houston. Oh, Houston's mm. putting it on Auburn right now. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's getting away from Auburn. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a fi- that's the final score, eighty-one sixty-four. Mm. Oh my! Wow. I had, I had wow. Houston taking Auburn, so there you go. Kim, yeah, man. Yeah. But and, and this kind of gets ahead of topic a little bit. However, no, I, and I was just saying, good day for the SEC. You know, mm. all in all, right? <laughs> um, you look at Tennessee. And you look at how that bracket is shaping out. If you're a Tennessee fan, I think you have to feel mm-hmm. 
really good about your chances of oh absolutely making whoa 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 yeah about getting to the elite eight mm. and maybe running into a a Kentucky team and seeing if uh, third time mm-hmm. yeah uh, it, it Tennessee's wait, brackets wait, looking yeah. pretty daggum salty. <laughs> Now they now they get the winner of uh, Florida Atlantic hey, and hey, Fairleigh Dickinson. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, what the former hey, guard Matt. Florida? Go ahead. <laughs> what? No. What? So what I was going to say? What I was going to say is uh, what what I was going to say was uh, Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes has put on Calipari several times. So oh. we, we we very well could see we very well could see a Barnes Calipari matchup again. Now now yeah. you know like like Chris just said the third time could be the charm, buddy, when it really matters the most. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. take Tennessee too lightly. Mm-mm. Absolutely, I hey you don't take anybody lightly. You know uh, we know how good Tennessee's defense is. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, State has a guard that come from. You know, Florida, the transfer that was set out, you know, or he was injured for the last two years. I mean, I forget his name. Uh, you know, he's – I'm sure Chris would remember his name. But, you said I'm uh, to say, Penn State? No. Uh, you know, he played for uh, Florida. He's He's been injured for the past couple years. I mean, like a series of injuries, you know, he's – Okay. Keontae, Keontae, whatever his last name is. uh not not sure who that is. But anyways, if you look it up, he, he's been injured for Florida. You know, he played, had an All-American freshman year at Florida. And, I mean, K-State is loaded. You know, they they play about the same pace as Kentucky. You know, the, both of them average about 75 points a game and give up about the same amount of points. Right. If you look at it on – but, I mean, you know. And, that, and then – we got another team over here that pulled off one of the biggest upsets of the entire tournament today. How about, <laughs> how about Arkansas literally living up to the name of survive and advance? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, listen, that was a gritty, tough, knock-down, drag-out fight from the beginning. I mean, look, I'll just say this. Our season, and y'all know this, from the beginning has not been the best. I mean, we were picked, what, 10th preseason, I think it was. All this five-star hype and everything else. Losing games we shouldn't have lost. Winning some games we should have won but shouldn't have, shouldn't have been close. Uh, there's, there was not much hope for uh, Arkansas at, at, you know, pretty much at all. And yeah. – in a tough yeah, conference. Right, exactly. And going in the conference in, in into you know the conference tournament, uh, you know, for them to get the win over Auburn and then just get manhandled by Texas AM. I'll, I'll just say that lightly. I mean, it was it was a closer than that game, but uh <clears throat> we were just tired. And I, I thought I, I hoped, I thought, okay, they're gonna they, they have an early out in the conference tournament. Are they gonna get enough rest? Are they gonna be ready? for whoever they're seated against. And, guys, this team looks like a totally different basketball team than we've seen all year. I mean, it is it is insane what, Man, I'm, what I'm seeing. Without C.J. Black playing his best game. Yeah, Anthony Man, Black, yeah. A lot, of the, a, a lot of these SEC teams look totally different than what they did during tournament play in the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I thought I thought Tennessee was going to lose. Yeah. You know, I had I had Arkansas losing to Kansas today. Me too. Um, th- these teams are looking totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, really, I am I am ecstatic that my bracket so, is busted. I had Kansas going as national champion, and right now I could care less. I do not care. I don't. Somebody else can take the first spot. Hey, I was doing really good those first two days, 
but I think I'm about to get wrecked, and that's okay. I, I'm good with that. We're hey, in, in, my, in my bracket, in my bracket, I've got a final. Well, I, I saw that, Matt, and that's that, I, I appreciate the love, but I got to I got to give two shout outs here for this game today. Number one, uh, defense looked phenomenal. We uh, we gave up a lot in the first half. Uh, Kansas was in the paint. I think it was like 22 points to 10. I think it was in the paint in the first half, somewhere around there. They were hammering us. And the second half came out and we locked down. And I mean, what a phenomenal game by Devo Davis, a guy that averages 10.3 points, uh, for the season comes out and drops 25 on the number one seed. It, 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 you can't make this stuff up. It's March Madness, um, and, and and I mean to see him come out and have his his breakout game. The veteran of that squad, one of the veterans. I mean that is just remarkable. And Kamani Johnson, Kamani Johnson is a baller. That man will shed fit five guys to go up for a. Uh, a rebound. I've never seen anything like it. That man is a rebound machine, and he was fighting them Kansas players off. Oh, man. I knew it was going to be close. I had Kansas winning, but I'm so glad that they lost, and I'm so glad we're going to Sweet 16. Two so. teams in Arkansas winning. They hit, what, 18 out of their 22 free throws? And, I mean, yep. Arkansas yeah. was rattled. All year, free throws have been a problem for this team. And then in the tournament, of all things, pressure somehow makes us better at free throws. Man, okay. I, okay. I, I tell you. And and here's something. I've always looked at teams, you know, they have this tournament-type personality where the yep. regular season they're not really good. But once they get into a tournament, per se, yep. they, they just flip a switch, and it's, it's a different ball game with them. Now – the two teams that we've discussed so far, Tennessee and Arkansas, both of them have that look of being a tournament-type team mm-hmm. that can flip that switch. Yep. Does, now, if Tennessee's got enough offensively to carry them through with Ziegler being out, you know, you you love to see Cumwall mm-hmm. coming out today and doing what he did. Mm-hmm. But you're going to – at some point, you're going to have to get Viscovi and – uh, Triple J, and get those two guys going offensively. Yeah. So, well, well, let's add add to that because Tennessee, you got Zakai Ziegler out. Imagine what they'd be with him still in there. You got Trevin mm-hmm. Brazil out with, for Arkansas. Imagine what they would be having him in the rotation. I mean, for us to be heading to the Sweet Sixteen is is just we shouldn't be there. But we are, right. and that is so incredible. Yes, you know, same with Tennessee. I mean, I think almost everybody had Tennessee losing to Duke. Everybody mm-hmm. thought that they would you know, win the very first round, right? I mean, everybody thought that right. Tennessee would go past, but everybody had Tennessee losing to Duke. Yep. So, to, so for Tennessee to be heading to Manhattan, it's just uh, you know we've not been to the Sweet Sixteen since 2019, where we got mm-hmm. knocked out by uh, by Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, uh, we'll touch on Michigan later in the show. <laughs> but, but uh, no, it, I mean, right, right now, um, just like you said, Chris Muscovy, he's got to step up. Triple J, he's got to step up. Um, I, man, I, I don't know, but but come off, man, he had a hell of a day today, and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm tickled to death. I'm tickled how Tennessee played Arkansas, man. It when it got down to the nitty gritty, excellent. In my opinion, best game of the tournament so far. Oh, best game of the hands tournament. down. You, 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 you seen Musselman out there without his shirt on? You know, oh, well, yeah. you know. I was like, man, that's, that's my coach. That's Mus. That's but see, that's the thing. It's like we were talking about. Arkansas is a tournament team. I, I mentioned Devo Davis. We, we're not even talking about Illinois, but the man put up sixteen on Illinois. Right. right? He's a ten point average scorer. Then he puts up 25 on Kansas. This dude is made for the tournament. And if any, mm-hmm. if, if Black starts hitting shots, yeah. uh, like I, we, we all know he can, you got uh, Nick Smith Jr. comes out and starts hitting some shots. Man, that 
they're going to be a tough out. I don't care who they play now. Kansas was the test. That's that's where I had them be. If they could at least get and put up a game and put up a fight against Kansas, it, it don't matter who who they go against now. And uh, man, it's it's going to be fun to see. All right. And before we move on to our next talk of topic, I'm going to throw a little teaser out there. Think about some breakfast food. But before we get to that, let's have a word from our sponsor, uh, Clutch Sports. You know what I like? I like to be comfortable. I also love representing my favorite sports teams. And in the Clutch, I am able to have the best of both worlds. In the Clutch Apparel is your one-stop shop for all things sports. They have officially licensed gear from all your favorite teams and players from the NHL, MLB, NFL, and more. They have sports classic tees from yesteryear and beyond. Check out their full website in the link down below. When you enter the promo code Variety Sports, you get 10% off everything site-wise. Feel comfortable with your sports apparel and go over to their website now at endtheclutch.com. And don't forget to use our code Variety Sports to get 10% off. All right, so our, our next topic, I said think about some uh, breakfast food. And we're just going to have a little bit of fun with this. What cereal <coughs> best represents your school? <laughs> oh, easy. I got, I got this. Easy, easy. Wheaties all day long. Man, we are we come in strong. That's it. Wheaties. And, Wheaties. and it's, it's interesting that you choose Wheaties because it's the breakfast of champions. And just last week, Arkansas just absolutely dominated the SEC in track and field. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So, what do you got, Dustin? What's what represents Tennessee? His internet must be lagging again. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I'd what say kind of- honey, honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? Because they're uh, sweet. Because they're 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 sweet. They're not too sweet. <laughs> we got. Looks like we got Dustin back. Let's see what kind of cereal uh, he picks for Tennessee. Man, my my internet is so bad right now. <laughs> it's so bad. It's all good. He's froze again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, mine, mine was bad last week. It was horrible. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with some fruity pebbles for Vanderbilt. Fruity pebbles. <laughs> what? Why? Explain that one, Chris. Um, because you never know what flavor you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <clears throat> That's good. So, and he, uh, Dustin seems to be struggling there. Mm. So let's, let's bring up a different tournament. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the NIT and mm. the SEC and the NIT. How about yep. Vanderbilt making some waves in the NIT mm-hmm. making it to the elite eight? Mm-hmm. I, I, I told you Vanderbilt don't make the tournament. They get in the NIT, they win it. I'm sticking to it. They're going to win the NIT. We heard Dustin mention Michigan, you know, 2019 earlier. Uh, if you remember, they had a freshman on that team, uh, Hunter Dickinson. Mm-hmm. And he's still there. He played against us today. And really, early on, he didn't show much. He, he hung around at the top of the key. And all he was doing was setting screens and wasn't wasn't really playing offensive basketball per se, mm-hmm. wasn't moving without the ball. But once they got him involved in the offense, uh, he kind of dominated our game. Uh, and it wasn't until the last four or five minutes that Vanderbilt made a change defensively and put Jordan Wright on him, right. who's a little bit smaller and more athletic. Mm-hmm. We don't win that game without Jordan Wright. And I wanted to – Wanted to throw this comment up there. Uh, 
about Michigan being without two of their starters. Yes, they were missing two of their starters. And, you know, that's the name of the game at this point in the season. Yep. You got to survive in advance. Yep. And we were lucky that those two starters were out because <laughs> I I kind of wonder if we advance if they played. Yeah. I think Bufkin would have really matched up with uh, Ezra Manion really well today. Had it would have been really tough for Vanderbilt if, if Michigan was full full health, but they weren't. And that's just the nature of the game. So, nature of the game, you got to survive in advance. Yep. Uh, we do get the winner of UAB versus Moorhead State. And like I was saying with Tennessee, got to feel good about their chances to get past the Sweet 16 into the uh, Elite Eight. Mm hmm. You know, you. If you're Vanderbilt, you got to feel good about your chances to advance to the Final Four of the NIT based on who you match up with. Mm -hmm. Taking the winner of UAB and Moorhead State, mm -hmm. Moorhead State's a team that we've already beaten yep. seventy-nine to forty-three once this year. So, well, but that could make Moorhead hungry too. Yeah. Well, well, let's let's be real, Chris, and I'll, I'll say it. You don't have to say it, but I, I was a strong believer that Vanderbilt should have been in the tournament anyway. Uh, in, in the actual tournament. Um, and so, I mean, they're a tournament team in the NIT. That's that's how I look at it. And being a tournament team in the NIT, um, I, you should. You should get it to at least the Final Four. And, and, uh, and I, I'm going to quote Jerry Stackhouse, something he said today. He said, I'm cheering for all of the SEC teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. He said, because we've beaten their, a bunch of their butts. And the farther they go, it makes us look that much better. Yep. Yep. So, and that that's something for them to hang their hat on is, hey, we beat a lot of these teams. Well, we should have been in. So, yep. you know, let's go out yeah. and prove our case. Yeah, that, that brings up an interesting point because how much of a gauntlet is the SEC, right? In, in I mean, in basketball especially, you know, we, we know football is a gauntlet. We know – Baseball, SEC shows up every year in baseball. But it, it seems like anymore, you know, you, you talk about the Big 12, you talk about the Big 10, you talk about the ACC in basketball. SEC is one of the toughest places to play, especially when we have to beat the crap out of each other to get to the tournament. And we see it. I mean, the competition level is way high uh, when we play against each other. And then we get in the tournament and play play teams that, you know, necessarily hadn't played much at all. And, it, it, yeah, it's tough winning in the tournament, but it's definitely gets us battle-tested. Um, and that's what I told Matt earlier today. I said, uh, you know, the – the Matt, I know we haven't talked about it yet, but the matchup with Kentucky and, uh, and uh, Kansas State, Kentucky's battle-tested. I don't know how battle-tested Kansas State is. Um you know, and that's that's I call the SEC. It's the gauntlet. I mean, yeah, we literally beat the mess out of each other, and uh, and hope we're still you know have bodies left to go into the tournament. I mean, that's that's just what it looks like every year. We we bring physical, physical, physical basketball. And, um, and something else so. with the the Vanderbilt Michigan matchup. Yeah, Liam Robbins, even without being active. Mm -hmm. because of the injury, he's played against Hunter Dickin Dickinson. They were mm -hmm. both freshmen the same year, and they were both all freshmen Big Ten against mm -hmm. each other. So just having his presence with the team and knowing, knowing some of the tendencies that Dickinson had mm -hmm. was able to help uh, Quentin Maloria Brown, mm -hmm. who, you know, this is – QMB is a guy that doesn't fill up a stat sheet, but he does a lot of the uh, little things that that help teams win a basketball game. I like I like, I like Randy's Randy's <laughs> coming in clutch. He, he, Randy uh, firing off the shot at me now. <laughs> hey, we're covering the SEC whatever. and we're still alive, so they That's get it. covered. <laughs> I love it. And next, 
Let's talk. Let's talk about the SEC going forward. Mm. Who do we? Who do? Who do you see from the SEC as having the best chance to advance to the Final Four? Ooh, the fight. We talking about the Final Four already? My lord. Um. Well, I play. We'll start with Arkansas. I play either St. Mary's or UConn. Both of them are going to be tough. Uh, I think I'm hoping that we match up well against either one. I don't, I'm not familiar. Are both of those teams really big three point shooters? Because our three point defense has been a problem all year. Although we did do well against Kansas today. I'll give, I'll give us that. Um, they didn't shoot very many threes. And when they did, they were hot, heavily contested. And I just went, I was like, God, just, how do they make these threes? Um, Kansas but, makes back-breaking threes again. I mean, man. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. E- either one of those is going to be tough. Um, because I, I don't know. It, it's, it depends on how much energy we come out with and how they're going to have to get scrappy. Um, if they keep that scrappy mentality – that Arkansas has in the tournament, oh, absolutely they can go to the Final Four any given day. I, I like Randy's answer here, a uh, team we haven't talked about yet. Uh, their yeah. game is fixing to get underway. They haven't played yep. yet today. Uh, Alabama is definitely with a strong shot to make it based on oh, how absolutely. their bracket has fallen this week mm-hmm. with Arizona getting put out. But I also agree with this, not mad at Tennessee's matchups because you got to think, Nope. Tennessee's got to be the favorite against whoever comes out of that uh, FDU or FAU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I saw a picture today of what was it? Was it uh, was it FDU that that uh, that moved on to beat Purdue? Is that who who that was? Yes. yes. Right. So there was a picture of their gym versus Purdue's gym. What it looks like, and it looks like. An elementary school gym versus a, a a humongous coliseum, and it's just like, how, how okay. did Purdue do that? How did they just come out and just be flat against the smallest team? But well, at, you know, if you look at Purdue, the last what the last three weeks, they have not played what you call good basketball. They have really fallen off. Yeah, they've lost some really. Games that they should have won. I mean, Purdue has not really played up to expectation. I mean, no. they were they got a number one seed. No, well, exactly. And now, and now they have this horrible black mark against them that they are one of the teams in the last what twenty years that uh, 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 that loses to a sixteen seed. There's only two of them. It's uh, Purdue and Virginia a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and both of them came out flat on this tournament. Yep. So. And- and, and I have to agree with uh, Randy here. Their wooden ceiling looks kind of cool. Oh, yeah, FDU. Uh, and Randy might, might understand where I'm going with this comment. Uh, the high school I follow in Middle Tennessee is Summertown mm. High School. Uh, if you look up Summertown High School Eagles Nest and compare it to the FDU gym, they are almost identical. Yeah. That, the wooden ceiling, they've got – when that gym was built, it was built with uh, wood that was brought over here, like in World War II, that they used to b- build it with. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and it's small. You can turn up the heat in that thing and run teams out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that place. Yeah. And, and, and I see uh, Polly here saying Alabama's going to win the championship. Yeah, they might. Uh, you, you have to feel if you're an Alabama fan, you have to feel good about that possibility. Yeah. With the way that bracket has fallen. And I see this comment here that uh, Penn state has taken the lead under five minutes to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if Alabama relies on three point shooting every game, I mean, c- can you guarantee you're going to knock down that? enough threes to if you yeah, I, this matchup. 
That's a great point, Matt. They need to get in the paint and they need to press and they and they need to do to to be physical. Um, this, this team reminds me a lot of you know I don't know maybe a mm-hmm. Rick Pitino team in the early nineties. They like to launch a lot of three point shots. You know, mm-hmm. thirty threes a game. Well, San Diego State is a three three point shooting team too. I mean, they like to spread it out. Um, and, and I mean, if they if and I say if. If they can beat Maryland, which they should, then they yeah. would play San Diego State, and then you know, I, I would I would say there's a really strong chance they go to the Elite Eight, um, yeah. at least. Uh, and and to answer the question, I mean, if, of all of us in here, if we're honest with ourselves, who has the easiest road to the tournament? Absolutely, hands down, Alabama or the final. A- and, absolutely. Yeah, we normally would say maybe Kentucky, but. The reason why I'm saying this because Kentucky has challenged themselves all year long. Yep. They're what, 22 and 11? Mm-hmm. They're their own worst critic, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to put it all together. And I see Chris. <laughs> Propeller head. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he beat Vanderbilt, yeah. beat Kentucky two times this year, you know. Yeah. Sometimes my guy, it, sometimes my guy it takes Cody. A- if you know, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure do. Love it. So, so but, I, I, I did send an invitation to somebody. Uh, I'll see if he jumps in here and joins us uh, as, as, as a special guest. Mm. And if, if he graces our presence, uh, I will be honored. We, will mm. see, we shall see if he graces and joins in with us. Who'd you invite, Charles Barkley? <laughs> uh, no, nah, actually, somebody better than Charles. Uh, mm. Mr. Randy, that's uh, over in the comments. The man, the myth, the legend. The uh, Tennessee man. The, uh, Tennessee fan. Another Tennessee fan, all yeah. day. <laughs> hey, I, well, I, you probably hate Tennessee fans worse than I do. <laughs> Probably, I would say Vanderbilt fan hates Tennessee fan more than yeah Kentucky. Probably depends on who yeah. it is. No, I I will be honest. I don't hate all Tennessee fans. No, um, the vast majority, without question. <laughs> yeah. There there are some, and they're few and far between that I mm. actually get along very well with. Mm. Uh, at Randy's one of those. Uh, me and Randy chat all the time. Good dude down in Memphis. But uh, beyond that, I don't really hate on anybody other than Tennessee. So, but nah, uh, okay. Again, I, I but I, I also recognize that Tennessee has a really really good basketball team. They do. They're battle tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went through a Duke team that had been playing like they were the best team in the country and went through mm-hmm. them like. You know, I don't think that game was even a contest 90% of the game. No. Because, you know, you know Tennessee Chris, controlled I'm, everything I'm, in that game. I think a team that might have a chance to win the whole thing, I'm not going to say Alabama can't, but a team with 9, 10, 11 losses might win the national championship. And right. I yeah. think I think that there's a lot of quality teams out there left. Uh, but for K-State, Kentucky, I think that uh, – Tomorrow, the the two quality players that you have to watch out for would be Chris Livingston and Casey mm-hmm. Wall for Kentucky. Those are two guys that are going to have to really play up to their, you know, I mean, they've been subpar for the last several weeks. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like Jacob Toppin and Oscar Sheway, they're really, you know, they've played, they've played their positions well. But those are the two guys to watch out for Kentucky tomorrow because mm. Kansas State really will play. I, I expect it to go down to the wire unless one team just you know comes to play. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think um, I think we can all agree, and this is kind of a collective thing that when it comes to tournament time, crumple up the regular season and throw it in the garbage because it doesn't matter. I mean. We've we've seen number one seeds go down. We've seen uh, to teams they should not have, um, but it's March Madness for a reason. And 
Let's hope the madness continues. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's your defense and a rebound, and that's the two big keys to winning a ball game. Rebound free throws. Yeah. So let me making... let me throw this question out there. Hmm. How confident are you that the SEC get three teams in the final four? Oh, I, Lord, that's a big ask. Well, see, that's the thing I, pre- I predicted Kentucky, Alabama, and Arkansas in the final four. You know, if you get that right, Matt, that is a lottery pick pick right there, man. That that would be nuts. I would and think what, that's probably and, the first time that would ever happen is three SEC teams in the final four. Along, with, that, Texas, along with Texas on the other side. Of Ooh, Texas got their hands full. <laughs> they do. They might, they might lose tonight. Yeah, Texas has got their hands full right now. It's uh, uh, last I looked, it was a one-point game. Mm-hmm. Penn, listen, Penn minutes? State. Two Penn, minutes Penn, left, and uh, Texas is up by three. Yeah, Penn, Penn State. What tech, this Texas team is built tough. I mean, yeah, like they are. Anything can help. Anything can happen. They, it don't matter. Like I said, you can throw the regular season out, but yeah. Texas team. They might as well give this coach that's mm. filling in for you know Chris Beard. They might as well give him a contract. You know he he deserves it. Well, we'll see. Them. We'll if see because Sweet Sixteen, he deserves it. If they, pay yeah, surprise, I, I agree. But guys, we're talking about Texas. Texas is the school that wants to know. They want the name on the. Uh, they want the name everybody else wants. That's what they want. You know what? Well, they got to earn it. This is a football state. Yep. Yep. They got. They're not going to get Calipari. Mm-mm. They're not going to get John Calipari. I mean, we mm-hmm. might as well write that out. I mean, mm-hmm. unless Kentucky's willing to uh, buy him out, you know, we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. I mean, it's, so I mean, if if we were to get three teams in the final four, what would that say about the rest of the SEC? Oh gosh, uh, it it would say it, it would speak volumes. I mean, because I mean, <laughs> the rest of the SEC is what got those three teams ready for the final four. That's what we play all year long, and like I said, it's the gauntlet. I mean, yep. it speaks volumes to the entirety of the SEC of how tough it is to play in this league. And 20 years ago, I don't think that we could sit here and say that the SEC is one of the toughest leagues to play in basketball. Now, gentlemen, we can sit here and say it is because, I mean, it, it is, it's the gauntlet and they're proving it. Toughness is winning basketball games. And you said it earlier, guard play is what's winning in this tournament. We we've seen that already because team Arkansas have proven it. Right, exactly, and we've proven it. And it's it it what it proves is we have moved away in some ways of size being the defining factor of a basketball team. It is not always the biggest team that is going to win. It's the one that wants it more, and the the smaller teams that communicate better and can get underneath those big men, it, it seems to have the advantage. And that that is something that I never thought I'd see, is a smaller team whoop up on a, a – I mean, I, I, I don't even remember what they said. I think the average size of FDU versus Purdue was like six foot seven or six foot uh, – no, six uh, – I think it was six seven, and the average size of Purdue was like nearly seven feet. Because they had two of the big six foot, uh, one one was one six eleven and one's something else, um, and they just look like they're towering over them, and yet they outplayed them. They look like they were stuck in mud. Purdue did not look like they were even on the court. And last night, Kentucky, when they played Providence, there was mm. two or three guys hanging all over Oscar Sheway, mm-hmm. and he kept his composure, and he had twenty five rebounds. And Chris, you alluded to this. I mean, something's got to be done about from the SEC and you know and the officiating, but you can only take so much. Hey, I mean, but, yeah, got to but even, even still, he's got to maintain his composure when they do yes. that. 
And he can't just go out throwing elbows like, no. you know, we've seen examples of it when he played against Q and when he played against Arkansas where he got frustrated and started swinging elbows. You yeah. have you have to maintain uh, emotional control yeah. if you're Seaway yeah. because that can get you in some deep trouble in the NCAA tournament where one call from an official that's not from your league Mm-hmm. set you down for a long time. Well, and you know what? It, it, it speaks volumes because, and I love that comment, SEC officials are garbage. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. The tournament is absolutely showing that. I mean, I don't know how many SEC officials are in here, but these games, at least the two that Arkansas played in, which I am extremely happy about, have been called evenly. Has not been one-sided. If it's a foul, it's a foul. If they're going to call ticky-tack fouls, they're going to call them on both teams. If they're going to let each other hack each other, they're not going to call Jack. And I've seen it time and time again through this tournament. Um, And so, I I mean, it it is – I am so glad to be seeing that officiating is not – seems to not be a defining factor in these wins uh, on any team. And that, that's why I don't see any contract. I, I see a little bit of, oh, that may have been a foul, may have got a what may have been more ball. I mean, there was a few calls in the Arkansas game today where it wasn't a foul. That was a block, but it was a, a bang-bang play, they called it. But it wasn't the deciding factor. And you didn't have, you know, Arkansas get manhandled on one end of the floor, get the ball stripped away, go down, and then Kansas gets a foul on a ticky-tack little brush of the jersey. I didn't see that today, and I was very thrilled to not see that. So, yeah, uh, kudos to the tournament officials because they're doing a daggum good job. Um, compared to the SEC, man, it, it's been garbage all year. But uh, I, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from these tournament officials. So just, just going to throw this up there. Uh, I appreciate the kind words, Josh. I don't disagree with you. I think they 100 percent should have been in Uh, unfortunately they didn't so our mantra now is might as well go win the whole damn nit because you know we prove our point uh but you know bringing that up Mm. it brings up a topic for me that i'll die on that hill the net is broken yep i don't need no formula to tell me that head-to-head results don't matter right so, you know, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I don't want to draw up a bunch of controversy over it. Uh, I agree. But was, they've, was they've got to come up. Gremlin, was Vanderbilt losing to Gremlin the offset to the make losing making the tournament? Uh, no. Okay. The loss that got us out of the tournament was losing uh-huh. by 57 to Alabama. We dropped 27 spots in the net with one loss. Mm. Uh, you should have. Well, then you should have made the tournament. I'm, I think Vanderbilt should have made it. Yeah, you know, and oh. and to go with, you know, people wanted to say Grambling's a bad loss. Hmm. Okay, well, they lost to Kennesaw State mm-hmm. in the SWAT Conference Finals. Kennesaw State, as we saw yesterday, took the number three seed Xavier to the wire. Mm-hmm. So is it really bad basketball mm. that they play in the SWAC, or is it just is the perception that it's bad because of who it is? I like Cody's comment. Vandy losing LSU didn't help, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think if they win that ball game, I think I think uh, I think there might be a little bit better of a chance. Now wait but a that minute. That really hurt them. Now wait a minute. If we're going to punish Vanderbilt for losing to LSU, Mm. there was another SEC school that lost to LSU that got rewarded for it. Mm. And they're still dancing Mm. with a good chance to get to the Elite Eight. Let me see. Are you talking about me? I'm not going to mention any names. You must be talking about Arkansas. (laughs) But they might be wearing the colors of red and white. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I, hey, it's it's the gauntlet. I don't. I 
that was a very frustrating loss. So was the Missouri loss. Um, yeah. That was a very frustrating loss. Anytime you lose to Missouri, it's frustrating. I mean, yeah. Tell me about it. And, you know, here's a funny thing. I know that we're about to go, what is it, 2024. So in 2025, you got Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC, right? And that's when the divisions start changing according to whoever, whatever. Well, currently we don't play divisions in basketball. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm saying uh, from from a whole, because in football, for instance, uh, you know our rivalry for years has been LSU, and then all of a sudden somebody decided to make it Missouri, which we in Arkansas call a forced rivalry, which. We don't. It's like okay, cool. They made a trophy and they wanted to do a rivalry. That's fine, but we got the battle of the boot, and then we also have a And M. Um, but it seems like we're not going to play LSU, and that's unfortunate because I'm a diehard LSU hater. Um, sorry, Cody. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it, uh, any time in in Cody an LSU fan. I don't remember if he is or not. Yes, Cody's an LSU yeah, fan. Yeah, so um, LSU was hot when they got that W. You're right. So, um, uh, not not to tip the hat or anything, but uh, yeah. George, you might want to watch the game that's being played in the other half of your bracket right now because uh, UCLA had a nice little lead at halftime that has pretty much evaporated. Oh. What the heck? Man, Northwestern, I take Northwestern out of right. Good lord. Yeah, Northwestern I mean, out of nowhere has closed that game up quick. Well, it don't matter who we, you got to play. It's just you got to make sure you're you're playing your best game of the year and uh you're being the best version of yourself you can be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, tomorrow at 1 40 p.m. Kentucky is gonna try to advance to the Sweet 16, I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, both teams average about 75 points a game. You know, they give up about the same amount. You know, can can you can you play your best game? That's, that's the key. I mean. Right. Tennessee, Arkansas, I mean, they've advanced. I mean, two teams that from – the East and the West, you know, that were yeah. ranked in the top 10 earlier in the year. I mean, Tennessee was ranked preseason, what, in the, in the top five? Yeah. Yeah. And Arkansas was ranked right inside the top 10. I mean, yep. Kentucky was right in right in between them. I mean, it's, it's how you play your best, you know, play your best game of the year. I mean, that's – Yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, that's it. I mean, neither one of us had – dynamite seasons i mean you know kentucky's used to winning what 25 a year (laughs) it's usually y'all's y'all's magic number arkansas is if we hit 20 it's a good year and you know we finished regular season at 19 so um it depends on when you're playing your best ball and it seems like arkansas finally figured out how to play basketball at the end of the year uh, during the tournament and I hope Kentucky what, keeps Kentucky, going. Kentucky's eighteen and zero when leading at halftime, and you know, I, right. I, I'm just saying Kansas was. I don't remember what number it was in O when leading at halftime, and we broke that streak. So, well, like I said, but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a couple of players, you know, making shots, you know, but you got yeah. to play defense. I mean. Yeah. Kentucky shot with 20% in the second half against, you know, mm-hmm. Providence. And, you know, yeah. Bryce Hopkins, he, you know, he, he lost, you know, he, I'm sure it was a big loss to him, you know, because it would have been a big win for him. But, you know, uh, Jacob Toppin won that matchup against him. And, yeah. yeah. And, and as, as we get ready for uh, uh, wrapping this thing yeah, up, 47 and 0. Thank you. 47 and 0 leading at halftime. That was the record we broke today, gentlemen. Wow. 47 and 0. Yeah. So, let's have let's have another uh 
word from one of our sponsors, uh, Row One Brand. If you uh, into authentic things, uh, you might want to take a take a listen to this ad, and we'll come back and we'll wrap things up here in just a minute. Let's be honest. You're here because you love sports. We love sports too, and our friends over at Row One Brand love sports as much as we do. Row One Brand sells sports wall art, sports gift watches, and vintage apparel with ornamental designs created from real game ticket stubs and vintage sports memorabilia in their collection. If you want some vintage Golden State Warriors memorabilia, they have that too. It's a sports collector's dream website for anything sports related. Go over to one, rowonebrand.com to check out their great inventory. And when you use the promo code BSP15, you'll get 15% off any item on the whole site. That's code BSP15 for 15% off any item on the site. So click on the link below and go check them out. Low Run Brands, America's best vintage sports art, sports gifts. All right. Uh, they got some really nice stuff over there. Uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at their website or not, but that's some really good stuff. And uh, uh, I'm going to have to start getting some stuff from them. <laughs> so Love it. Uh, going forward, uh, if you had to pick one SEC team for the national championship, can you pick them? Oh, that's a tough task. Oh, um, just because, just because their road seems like it's super ridiculously easy, and not to mention they're the most healthy. I'd say Alabama. Alabama is the favorite. It pains me to not pick Arkansas, but they got a tough road. Um, I, but Alabama, if if I'm honest, if I'm honest with myself, unbiased opinion, it is 100% Alabama all the way. What about you, Matt? Who you got? Well, of course, you know who I'm going to say, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kentucky could meet Alabama in the final four, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough job, you know, but this would be one of John Calipari's, uh, you know, he would earn his $9 million a year. You know? mm. well, that's fair. I'm, I'm I mean, going to go, go a little bit different. I'm going to put a bullseye on somebody. That you go put, oh, my gosh. Based on what I'm seeing right now. Uh-huh. I think the Arkansas path is going to get a lot easier. Mm. Uh, Northwestern is actually uh, tied with number two seed UCLA right now. <sighs> and they've outscored UCLA 20 to 10 in the second half. That game seems to be trending their way. That frees up uh, that bracket a lot for Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's still Gonzaga in there. But you got to feel like you've got a team that can handle them. Uh, yep. You know, Tennessee, they've got to get through Kentucky. Kentucky's got to get through Tennessee. That makes it tough. And right but now. Kentucky's got to get by K-State first, you know. I yeah. mean, and, and that's another one, K-State, that has beaten Kansas State and looked really, really good at times in the, in the Big 12. And mm -hmm. actually, Alabama's losing right now to Maryland. I mean, you cannot – in a low scoring and and that's a low scoring game right now. If they can keep that score low, Maryland has a real chance right there. Yeah, boy, it is. It's so I'm going a different route. I'm I'm gonna say I think Arkansas might have the best path. Well, it, it it's so hard for me to say that though. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard for me to say that because it's just it's uh it's just really hard for me to say that. Um because I don't want to jinx anything, but if I'm honest, let's 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 do this. So I'm looking at the bracket right now. Let's say Northwestern pulls it out from UCLA. They they would win or they would uh, play either Gonzaga or TCU. Um, whoever would beat that, and that's kind of TCU is a tough basketball team, and I think that game tomorrow, Gonzaga and TCU, that's going to be a good one. Tasty, you um, can shoot the ball. They're, I mean, they, they yep. love to shoot the three. Well, I mean, and here's the thing Gonzaga and Kansas are really a close, they're, they're like a mirror team of each other. They play yeah. very similar. They're, they're really uh, deep in the paint. 
Um, they want to get in the paint, get in the paint, but when they need to shoot a three, they will. Um, Gonzaga, they will give you shots. If you, yes. you have to be willing to make shots. If you can make shots yep. against Gonzaga, and which Kentucky wasn't able to at the time because yeah. they, yeah, and it, it, it's it's I don't, I don't know that St. Mary's and UConn scare me because I, I don't know what to expect on that. I don't know if we have the same intensity then I think, you know, possibly, but man, those are two really good shooting teams. I was sitting there looking over their percentages and my God, um, it, you're going to have to have to have a shutdown defense to have any, any, any uh, shot with them. But we'll, we'll say we pull it out with them, move on to the elite eight and they meet Gonzaga. I mean, that, that, uh, that comment right there and Gonzaga is overrated. You just can't touch Drew Timmy. Yeah, well, is it because he's an old man, or is it because the refs <laughs> keep him from well, getting? He's, he's pretty mobile for his. Uh, he's for his good. age, for a yeah, right old age of fifty-six years old. Yeah, boy, he's he is. He is. I thought he was seventy-three. <laughs> <laughs> he might be as good. At, he might be as good as the quarterback. Yeah, bless. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I you you shut him down, and and you got a chance. So. I, yeah, if if they knock off UCLA, I mean that there there's there's your path. But man, I do not want to get ahead that far. Don't sleep on, don't sleep on UCLA. Yeah, mm. they got to protect. The, I love that comment. The refs for sure. They got to protect the oldest guy on the court. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, you know it, it's so funny because I know he's not that old, but my God, does it feel like he's been in the league for twenty five years? I'm I thought, so two, I thought two years ago he was going to turn pro. Two Me years too. Ago, Me when they, too. What? When they had the number one team in the country and made the run to the – and who did they get beat by? UCLA beat them. Well, when you're in the whack. Yeah. They, and then we beat them a year, a year before that. Well, he keeps all of his players. It ain't like coming to some of your bigger and better schools. I mean – No. So well, – is Drew Timmy Drew Timmy if he goes to another team? <laughs> that's that's my question because I think that's the secret uh, as to why Gonzaga is, still has Drew Timmy because I don't think Drew Timmy is is Drew Timmy unless if if he doesn't play for Gonzaga. I, I'm I'm sorry. That's why he didn't go pro. That's why he hadn't done nothing. I I, I don't I don't see him doing anything except in Mark Fuse Gonzaga. So so. And looking forward, uh, we'll definitely be back here uh, next Saturday night. By that time, half of the Final Four will be uh, set. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. we'll We're not going to go Monday night? Uh, we may do something Monday night uh, to review the the entire Sweet 16. Uh, just depends on what everybody's doing Monday night, what our schedules are. Uh, if not Monday night, most definitely Saturday uh, a lot of basketball to talk about. Uh, of course, you still got Vanderbilt and the NIT. Uh, you've got all of these SEC teams still left in the in the Sweet 16. Yep. Uh, got a couple that still haven't played to get to the Sweet 16, mm. but I think I think Kentucky's got a good shot. Yeah, uh, I think they match up with Kansas State pretty good. I was looking over it earlier. Can you make shots? That's the thing, you know. You've got to really yeah. watch this Kentucky team. I mean, they might start out good, but like in the SEC tournament, when I went and watched Kentucky and Vanderbilt, mm. God, you know, Vanderbilt, when they started making shots and Kentucky just stood around and just, well, Chris can tell you. I mean, when they just started, mm. you know, just letting them, you know, <laughs> make shots, you know, just from nowhere, you know. Right. Hey, so before we leave, I I see that I don't know if you saw this or not, Chris, but Ken, uh, I, I think we need to have a moment of silence for him. Uh he's riding a bull for the first time tonight. So <laughs> let's let's all let's all have a moment of silence and and uh and go ahead and get some prayers up for him because we need it. Do you think the bull is gonna treat Mr. Kenneth the way Houston treated Auburn tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a blood. And I and I'll say it: shots fired. <laughs> I mean, 
it's Houston. They, they, they should have absolutely wiped the floor with them. So I'm, Auburn or not. So. All right. Uh, I want to, I want to throw a huge shout out to all the people that have been commenting tonight. Uh, we love the interaction with people watching us. Uh, next time we're on, feel free to uh, comment and give us your thoughts. Uh, we love the interaction. As you've seen, sometimes we will share your comments on here. Yep. And, you know, it gives us direction on what to talk about. Uh, and with that, uh, for Matt and George, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night for everybody, and we'll see you again either Monday night or Saturday night. Go Cats. Thank you, guys. Go Hogs. Anchor down.